Hello, everybody. It's Timmy Gibson here with you with my special co-host. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I have a co-host. Lance Strickland's here. We're going to talk about uh, biases or biases. Is that how do you say I that? I don't know. Yeah. Um, dice, basically dice. what people believe yep. and how they believe and what they think and what they think is true. Um, and, and especially in the political sphere. And that's what I really wanted us to, uh, kind of dive in today in this particular podcast is not just why people believe something and how someone could actually believe a lie. Um, especially when you get into conspiracy theories, right? I mean, there's a lot of people that still believe we didn't land on the moon and believe certain things, right? So my, my son thinks that oh, as really? I was preparing for this, oh. he, he brought this up and he's, uh, he was my youngest. He's 16 now. So I, when I was, uh, you know, I'd been preparing a little bit for it. And so I went downstairs, he was video gaming and I was like, didn't you tell me you don't believe in the, the moon because I'd read a theory kind of, and I wanted yeah. to, to, you know, kind of corroborate this. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, why do you know? He's just watched a bunch of YouTube videos. You know, he does nothing else. I said, why, why don't you think we land on the moon? And he said, well, because of that flag, you know, furling back and forth like this. And, and I was like, yeah, why don't you think like, you don't think there's any wind on the moon. And, um, he's like, I, it just looks Photoshopped. And I was like, well, they didn't have Photoshop back then. He goes, well, you know what I'm talking about. Just, you know, they, they, they fabricated this in a studio or something somewhere. So I was like, you're right within my own family, man. I got a conspiracy <laughs> theorist. I'm going to have to do a better job of parenting. Yeah. No, you know, I, so I did a, a, a YouTube video actually just about how some conspiracy theories can be dangerous, I oh. think to believe. Whereas some aren't right. Like believing we didn't land on the moon or did land on the moon, whatever. Right. That's not going to harm anybody to believe right. it. Even the flat earth stuff, which is right. crazy because we have pictures and videos, even that it's like, okay, you're just moronic. You're not going to hurt anybody with that. Right. But man, some of the political stuff and, and Lance, this is the part that, that really is concerning to me because what I hope that people can take away from this podcast, not that we're going to give them the absolute truth, but that, there are filters through which you can run truth through or run things through to find what is true. In other words, some of the, some of the political shit to me, it is dangerous to believe it. Oh, absolutely. And, and especially, you know, you watch Fox four and they clearly have a bias and, and I'll do this sometimes and I'm amazed and I'll watch CNN and sometimes they don't even cover the fucking same shit. Mm -hmm. You know, Fox news keeps talking about the Hunter Biden fucking scandal. Right. You go to CNN, they're not saying a fucking thing about that, All right. which, you know, could be taken two ways. Either Fox is trying to dig up something that's not really there or that CNN's fucking doesn't want to do anything that could damage, right. you know, Biden. So right. like right now, even the, the Capitol the storming of the yeah. Capitol, which I think is terrible. I think it's fucking criminal. I think it's thuggish. I think it's stupid. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think the, during the black lives matter, the looting and the vandalism and the defund, the fucking police idiotic stuff is I'd feel that's as idiotic as well. Like mm -hmm. I feel the extremes on either side are fucking crazy. Yeah. And I know you seek truth. I really, I actually got mad the other night because I like, I watched Fox, I watched CNN. So I want to always, and I'm like, both of these people are crazy. 
Yeah, I, I, I wonder, I thought about this as having a conversation with a, a friend over the week, and I wonder if we do ourselves a disservice, both sides, by not acknowledging the craziness on the fringe, right? Like, think of it like, I don't know, maybe like a bell curve or something, you know, where you've got the bell in the middle and then the side, right? There's going to be fringe on both the right and the left. And, you know, if you if you got, you're going to have some very uh, peaceful protesters on BLM. You're going to have very peaceful protesters at the Capitol last week, right? But but you see the looting and the and all that that goes on, right? Those to me are the fringe, and the same thing with the people that were inside the Capitol doing all the thuggish work. Those people were on the fringe, right? You know, even if they were wearing Trump hats, wearing that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They, yeah. They're still going to be. They're still on the fringe. That's not the majority of the the right wing Trump, you know, right. base, whatever right. you want to call them. But where I think. It seems that, though, when people ask me about, like, I'll say, well, what about the Capitol, those people in the Capitol? And they'll say, well, what about the the BLM, you know, people that were burning down the, the city or whatever, you exactly. know? And it's like, for some reason, I think that I'm giving them a, a, a win or something if I don't acknowledge that, if I can't do a, a tit for a tat, as opposed to just why don't both sides just acknowledge to say, if you're a Trump supporter saying, those guys were idiots inside of there, and that's not anything that I want my party to be involved with. And that's not why I'm voting for Trump. Same thing on the BLM side or whatever the case may be, you know, but it seems like we feel like if we, we, we almost, and I think this happens in Christianity a lot. It was almost like my, the entire system was going to have a hole popped in the bottom and the whole thing drop out. If, if I couldn't prove that why there was a good God and yet there was still evil in the world, Right. I have to come up with an answer for this or the whole framework is going to be, yeah. it all collapses. It all collapses. And I'm like, why not just acknowledge the fact that people are on the fringe and that's not a part of it. I, I don't know. There's, I think there's something there that we feel like we're losing or we're giving up some of our own argument or truth. If we acknowledge that, yeah, there was some people in the BLM movement that were just thugs. Right. Yeah, that, that definitely, I, I think, I think that's, like that makes sense to me, you know, that, that I think maybe the media covers more the extremes oh, rather than do. the, middle I mean, ground. I don't have any interest in just watching a bunch of people walk around the Capitol up yeah. there. That's boring right, to me. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cause I, again, early on, cause I'm, I'm going in kind of in order, you know, first it was the, the looting and the vandalism right. and tear down all the statues right. and which was associated with the left. Right. The which Democrat- here's what's terrible about it. Okay. This is from my perspective, who is a guy that I didn't vote for either motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I couldn't vote for either of them. I just couldn't. If you put a gun to my head and would have said to vote, I probably, you know, I lean a little right. Cause I'm a business owner and there's certain reasons why, um, but I certainly understand the left too. So I feel like I can be somewhat sympathetic. So, you know, early on protest, I was, I was down protesting. I was cool with it. I thought protesting was great, but then when it for started the BLM stuff, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. When I first started, yeah. uh, because you have a, a huge heart for the homeless oh, and yes. the down and outs and yes. those who struggle. I mean, that, that's who, when I think that's certainly a part of a Timmy Gibson brand. Yes. Yes. It's part of who I am. And so I wanted to show my sport, be down there. But then when I started seeing, you know, rocks being chucked at the police and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, where'd this go from right. Black Lives Matter to right. throwing rocks? And then what the left, what I felt like the left said when you would bring that up is they would say, well, if you were held back for that long, you'd be mad too. And it might come out in aggression. I'm like, now we're justifying fucking criminal behavior 
Yes. It's like, it's like on one hand, I kind of get it, but then on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, but wrong is still wrong is still wrong is still wrong. Throwing a rock through a window of some private, some person that's unaffiliated right. with anything that could even be a black business owner, yeah. and you're fucking throwing a rock through their window, you're that makes no sense to me. That like makes no sense to me. Just like the storming the Capitol. It's mm-hmm. like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Right. You can't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, right. But then you watch, you know, you watch Fox or you hear a, a Trump supporter say, well, if our country's being taken over, we'll take it by, by. like, in other words, trying to, trying to make it make sense and make it seem okay because they're protecting their country. They're protecting democracy. In fact, Lance, they're protecting you. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, and I'm just like, and again, I'm, you know, I lean a little right. So, but I obviously clearly don't lean all the way to the right where I'm, you know, have a bunker in my backyard now because Hitler just became <laughs> our fucking president. You know what I mean? Cause that's what they're saying. Right, that's right. what they're saying, Lance, that Biden's Hitler. Right. And Kamala Harris is. I think I sent you that TikTok. You mean you have my camouflage Harris? Yes. Did you see? I see that TikTok. I, I don't know if yes. you watched it or not. That yeah. guy had that beard and the <laughs> stickers of Trump in the beard. And and he was like, uh, what's going to happen when Biden? Well, Biden ain't going to become president. Yeah. Let me tell you, if Biden becomes president, you ain't going to own one damn thing. I mean, it's that extreme, it right? Is. And that that's the part that just baffles me. Yeah. It's like, you better hide your guns. You better, right. Like, I've heard that. Like, literally, I had, again, they're way on that conspiracy side. They're like, you better lock up your guns. You better get pull all the cash right. out of your bank. You better. And I'm like, is this where we are? Like, well, and so to go back, maybe and and you know, see that this conversation more as the introduction part. I mean, I guess I'm curious. How do we get to this place? You know, how does where do the extremes? It, it's one thing if you're raised from a Ku Klux Klan member or something. And then you're racist later, you know, you're like, okay, that, that makes sense or something. Or, uh, the Phelps girl that, you know, grew up in the Westboro Baptist church. She's going to think a certain way, right. Until, you know, later, I mean, but I'm talking about the normal kid that grows up in the suburb and, um, you know, just has a normal upbringing. You know, we, we said that my youngest, you know, it, you know, someone landing on the moon, maybe is inconsequential, but I think the thing that probably makes me more nervous is to think that when you're 16, you believe that people don't land on the moon. But when my youngest is 40, he's, he's already started to develop a little bit of, of a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, he, he's already developed a little bit of just this, uh, side of him that believes the conspiracy theories exist and, and, you know, he starts small, but over time he begins, you know, believing things that really matter. And when he's 40, 45, he's storming the Capitol, you know? Right. So I do think that that, that is a problem. And, and it's like, you know, we, we pass it off as just him kind of being fun and he's 16 and doesn't know. And he just watched a few YouTube videos, sure. but is it also starting to build into him a little bit of some wiring that this is the way the world works, that. The government is there's secret. There's, there's secret, secret things going, going on. on. The Illuminati, the the Freemasons. You know, JFK was he really killed because of his? You know, there's all these things, right? And you're there's never, especially in the age of you know internet, there's never going to be a, a lack of where you can go out and confirm some theory and find some yeah. some people that that you don't uh, that that won't you know are empathetic to you. 
And I think this is the one of the big clues. My mind's all over the place here. But I think the lack of connectivity to the larger group is becomes a problem. What I mean yeah. by that is I remember reading a, a PowerPoint slide. This was years ago when um, – when we were having some war with somebody, I can't remember who it was. It wasn't North Korea, but it was some Sudan maybe or some, I can't remember who it was, but they were a closed off third world country. And the point is everything's censored there. So, you uh. know, and when you're in the, in the, and the reason that, you know, necessarily we don't as countries, you don't find a country, an issue with France or Germany or Canada or is because you have diversity of thought there. Yeah. And I think the lot of the problem of why we get to these places is, when you isolate yourself on certain, you know, I mean, this is one of my probably issues that I would have a parlor. I've never been out there. I didn't know what it was like, but yeah. my understanding was it was all right wing people that, so I can't imagine the kind of stuff that was being shared out there. Yeah. And when that's just filling your, your mind on a daily basis, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about biases. You're, you're going to start leaning toward thinking that, I mean, when I went to seminary, you know, it was a uh, Calvinist seminary. And everyone said, you don't think that you're going to come out of that school being an Armenian. You know, Mike, you're going to come out thinking of Calvinist because they're going to talk about Calvinism and they're going to have great arguments for why Calvinism. And when you hear it over two or three years and everybody else around you is a Calvinist, you're going to be a product yeah. of the factory that you walked into. Yeah. And that, that to me is the scary part. And one of the reasons that I love having good conversation with other folks who don't agree with me because – I've learned enough about the world and I'm humble enough to know that I'm wrong a lot. Yes. And, and when you isolate yourself, you just confirmation bias comes in real quick and man, it ain't long before you're, you're throwing on the Confederate flag yourself and marching yep. to Washington and, and burning down statues because you think that's right. Yep. And you've built a tribe of people that are around you that these are now your friends. Right. And part of what binds you is this thought. It's groupthink. It's groupthink. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So these are all very thing, interesting things to me. and Yeah, like how could I be wrong? Look at all these exactly. people. All the, if it wasn't real, would all these people That's believe this? Point. That was part of my argument for Christianity was look at all I the agree. Christians. There's so many And some Christians. very smart individuals. Uh, yes. He believes it. He's, so he's it's smarter. Gotta than, be it's got to be true or he wouldn't buy into this. Right. And then you think of a Hitler. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you just go, huh? Or even, you know, the extremist certain religious people that believe that if they blow themselves up, they're going to, right. You know, it's a small percentage of the overall religion, just like the, a Westboro Baptist yeah, or a whatever. They're a fringe. They're a fringe of Christianity. Yep. Most Christians are decent, upstanding people. Right. Um, but the fringes are the ones that we hear from. And so, uh, you have people that will group think they're, they're, they, they are, they're fed the brainwashed. Essentially yep. you hear it enough till pretty soon. You're like, yeah, I, it, it makes sense that it's true that if I blow myself up, if that wasn't true, why are all these people willing to blow themselves up? And not only that, why did all those, all my other friends blow themselves up? It's gotta be true. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we certainly know that psychologically we, we don't like to be duped. I don't, I don't want to think that I was wrong. Yeah. And man, it, it, it takes a lot of courage to move a position like that. And because well, you're, yeah. you're giving up so much. Yeah. You feel, here's the thing. I think Lance, this just came to me. I think you feel special because you're 
what you think you're in on some inside yes. secret information yeah you, and it makes you feel superior yeah, like, you're unique in some way that other people are walking around blind and you've got this insight nugget to you're a part of this elite group, group of people that see the fucking smoke what's behind the smoke screen yes i've this is a rant this is a weird tangent but I, I, you know, people always ask the question, you know, what would your superpower be? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? You know? And, and I don't know why I'm thinking this, but be rock hard right. all the time, every day <laughs> <laughs> and have a big dick. <laughs> but, um, you know, I thought, you know, this, this is a boring superpower, you know, everyone, but, but people like, you know, that I could, you know, run fast or I could be invisible or whatever. You know, I think for me, if I could have clarity of thought, that and, and what I mean, that kind of sounds boring on the front end, but have you ever had something that's pretty complex subject and you've batted around for a while and and you've you know read on it and you've seen like whatever book you read or you've kind of come to this understanding of you understand all the parts, you understand how it fits together, and you've kind of unlocked how this all works now. And you to me, that's what I mean by clarity of thought. Yeah. And you can articulate back to someone and they're like, Wow, I've never thought like you're freaking amazing. Like, you know, you're so that, smart. That, you're so smart, right? Because it's like you were saying, like, you've uncovered this glue that holds together all these disparate thoughts that other people have, and they've not been able to kind of put those things together. I would love to have that clarity of thought about things because I'm like you. I like to, you know, pop the hood and let's see what's under there. I want to know what's how this thing works. And 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 you know, as opposed to just push down on the gas and turn the steering wheel. There's yeah. a lot more that's happening there. And, you know, you get a lot more out of life when you understand kind of the ins and outs and the nuggets of these things. Yeah. You know, the, the, the superpower thing, it's funny you, you say that because in different times of my life, of course, my favorite superhero is Superman. But if I could do anything, you know, oh, would you want to fly or be super strong? There's so many. It'd be hard for me to choose because there'd be certain things you'd want to, like, I just want to be the strongest person ever. But I think for me, it would be similar to yours, except it would be to know the truth. Yes. Not not what you think is true, not what so-and-so right. is telling me is true, the actual factual truth. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. Like, you know, you might believe one thing, I might believe another thing. Well, this is a Hindu believes what they believe, a Christian believes what they believe, Jew believes what they believe. Okay, that's fine. Everybody, they all have a different beliefs. So clearly they can't all be wrong and they can't all be right or whatever that thing right. is. But what would, what's the truth? Not what Christians think, not what he, but what's the, actual is there truth, truth in a lot of, I mean, that, that to me is the other fascinating part about it is, is that I'm not sure in some things we can know a, the truth. Yes. Yeah. I can know whether or not we're sitting here, you know, on the plaza having this conversation, I can yeah. go outside and feel that it's cold. Those are all verifiable things. Right. But it's interesting when it comes to the the conspiracy theories, right? That it's like all these things aren't provable. Provable. No. And and it comes back to what you're saying, like this, I don't know, confidence proxy where you think this other person who's, you know, I think when you look at Trump, for example, right? And you hear him say over and over, the, the election was rigged. It was fraud. And I... I don't, you know, You're like I don't was it was it. But on the other hand, I'm like, you know, all I have available to me is the Internet to go out. He I'm assuming for many of his followers that believe that they probably think he's got insight. I mean, as a matter of fact, I've, I've been doing TikTok a lot. I'm getting way too addicted to TikTok, but I don't yeah. know why. It's interesting how 
something you're like, we've had video around for so long. How can a new format come out like that and something? And you're like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. on Facebook, right? You always had the ability to put pictures up there. Right, right. And then Instagram comes out and you just love looking <gasps> through people's pictures all the time. You're like, okay. Or, or the same thing, you know, with Twitter, right? It's like people have been up to date. They're like, hey, I'm down in the plaza shopping or my dog died or I'm going, whatever. Yeah. You, But Twitter, you, it's something about the format, right? It's just, but anyway, I really enjoying TikTok and can't remember now where I was going with that. But um, I about think- the, um the the election being a fraud, Trump saying it's a fraud, and people believing like he must have inside information. Oh yeah, uh, so uh, I've noticed a few videos in my feed the last few days where you hear because there's so many interviews that were happening up at the Capitol, yeah. and again, most of these people were just uh, peaceful protesters, yeah. but many of them were saying Donald Trump knows and he'll figure it out. Trust me. They would ask him a question they didn't have an answer. But they believe so much that Trump has some sort of inside knowledge that we as casual citizens don't know, right, and can't verify. And so they just hear all the time from, again, this confidence in this proxy person that, that okay, well, he's a smart guy. He's built Trump. He's got lots of money. Yeah, I, he, I can't imagine that he would be buying into some sort of, you know, craziness if it wasn't true. And, you know, it's probably somewhat sensitive. And he keeps saying it. I can't imagine that he's out there lying to me. You can see how, and it's over and over, the oh, narrative yeah. just over and over. Yeah. And you start to just build it up and it starts to make sense to you. And when it doesn't make sense to you, you just think these guys are smarter than me. They'll figure it out. So they yeah. must have some sort of inside information that I don't yeah. have. You know, it's weird. I, 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 for the first time. So like I said, you know, I lean a little right. And so I wasn't sympathetic to Trump, you know? Yeah. Um, like he's a narcissistic asshole and it's hard to, I think most Republicans would even say this, even though I'm not a Republican, but I, you know, those that I know it, it they even struggle yeah. to, to like the guy, you know, uh, but they stand for certain things and right. he's in the Republican party. And so there you go. Um, but just being able to, to listen to Trump. And for the first time I thought, He's not just outside the political. He's not just this, and he's not just eccentric. He's not just narcissistic. He might actually be crazy. Like, I actually thought that when I watched that speech. Because he just keeps saying, like. It just seems like. It's like you're watching like him storm the Capitol, loose. and he's like, we're not storming the Capitol. And you're like, I'm watching oh, it. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> you know, it's, it's literally like if. <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. But if. It came out tomorrow that Trump's in the hospital. He's got a brain tumor. I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Yep. Right. You'd be like, so that's what it was. Right. Like he. So what is he saying that you're that makes you think that the you know the election has been stolen? Is there fraud? Yes, of course. Everybody knows there's fraud. Yes, there, every election. I mean, even even when a Republican won, yes. Bush, there was fraud. Right. There was fraud when uh, Obama won. There's right. fraud. And no one's talking about fraud when it comes to the senators. The oh, senator, and I'm like, oh my god. So if there's fraud in the presidency, there's probably fraud at the senatorial or the, you know, the congressional <laughs> level. That's just, it's like, so on one hand, it's like, yeah, of course there's fraud, but to say that the election was totally, completely stolen, you know, Lance, I literally, when he said it, so there's several thoughts that came to my mind. One is, I think he's lost his mind. Like, I think he's crazy. He's acting like a crazy person. Mm -hmm. Secondly, 
maybe, maybe, you know, yeah, maybe. Have you ever done something that you didn't like and you actually convinced yourself? Can you think of some like, like, do you think that he's actually convinced himself now that it's actually true? Because I think that he you must can have. Do- yeah, I think it's like convincing yourself maybe that you're good looking. <laughs> Now, of course, that's not your problem. We all know you're good looking. So, <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> but I mean, I gotta honestly, give Timmy yeah, Gibson a little thinking, love, you know. Thinking, you know, thinking that you're something that you're not, you know. Right. I, I so yes, I, I think when I watched it, I did think to myself, he's either crazy, he's seen something seems off here, or maybe. Maybe this election really was stolen. But then my last question was, really? Really, Trump? Like, that's what you think happened? That literally, out of all the presidents of all time, this is the first time that it was fucking just stolen from you. And, and you are the clear winner. What And part of what I struggle with is that this has been his his MO from day one, right? Absolutely. You know, he, he started, a lot of people said, you know, he got, now again, I don't know whether this is true or not. I've just heard it. You know, with the whole birther conspiracy with Obama, right? I mean, before he was even right. president, and he wasn't he, even born here, he, right? He was like His trying. His brother to bring, even said so. What about like? Right, he's trying to bring up a conspiracy there. So then, and then he gets then the election that he won in in sixteen. He's already saying that this is a fraud, and he wins. <laughs> and then in twenty, so I'm like, you kind of look back on things. It's like the team that continues to lose, and you're like sore losers, right? Sore the losers. referees are just out for us, or they change the rules mid game. You're like. Something just yeah, this is a track record that it 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 gives me less credibility into what he's saying. Well, yeah, because like you said before, he was elected president. He was screaming, "This election's rigged!" Exactly. And then he won. He won. <laughs> it's like, so did you win under a rigged <laughs> deal? So now you're losing under a rigged deal. What's the fucking matter? But the point that he, you know, I, the for them the the end justifies the means, right? That. They've learned, those types have learned that creating noise, whether it's true or not, in the election, it's the same play as Russia's doing in my yeah. mind, right? They, they've got these trolls that are putting these memes out on line that's yeah. coming from Russian trolls, and we share them, and it just creates whether Sandy Hook was legit or yeah. whatever. And, and what are they trying to do? All they're trying to do is undermine the democracy. It doesn't matter if they're true or not. Yeah. It, the point is, is that when you see enough of them, and, it and from all different angles— you start to think, and this is what they they promote over there in their country, right? Yeah. Why would we ever want to be a democrat? You know, democracy. These people are nuts, and look at them; they're storming the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, there's other reasons, but that's one of the things, right? Is that they want to show their own people. If you're Kim Jong Un in North Korea, you're probably thinking, "Okay, is that what we want to go to? Because yeah. it's pretty orderly around." You know what I mean? Yeah. And because you can make the narrative, and so again, that whole play is I love strategy and strategic thinking. It's brilliant to me in a lot of ways. I'm like, right. man, the fact that, but you can see that the fabric of our society is, is being pulled down <laughs> by the fucking Russians. <laughs> <laughs> but there seems to be a little bit of a common thread here with Trump that yeah. his play is, and you wonder, you wonder for others that knew him outside of politics and in business, how is this? You know, how has this manifested itself even in his business world? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, I guess there's just this. And, and I'm, I am like you, I, my brain bounces all over the place. You said something earlier that made me think and I didn't get a chance to comment on it. But 
you know, you, you talk about your son watching these videos and that it, you know, all of a sudden it starts slanting his perception right. of maybe we didn't right. land on the moon. Well, I, at the first of lockdown, I started getting turned on some different conspiracy stuff. Okay. And, and Lance, you, you watch enough of them and you do start actually saying, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That video show that plane didn't actually hit the building. It, that, you know, like you just start, you can, you can, they can make it make sense. And what's sad about it, what's sad about it is it's so easily to be duped and it can be so easily done through editing. I watched a video that, that they showed on YouTube. It was created to show you how you can be duped. Okay. So there's this guy saying this stuff and saying this stuff, saying all this stuff about the president. And you're like, dude, he is talking about Trump. He is talking about Trump. It was actually what it was. It was a, it was a black guy talking about how he supported Trump. Oh, okay. And you're like, Oh wow. Right. Well, then they show you the full clip. Oh, before it was edited. I see. He was talking about Obama. Oh, so, so your bias. So they the bias know your bias. Was, you're you, hearing what you think you want to hear. So you he think never it's about actually Trump. said, I like Trump. He's I like this president. I believe our president's out to that. I believe uh, the president. Died. And you just assume yeah. it's Trump. And so you're like, see, there's a black guy that supports Trump. Right. You know, so right. it was creating this bias. And the video was all about the very topic that we're talking about. How easily you can be persuaded to believe something mm -hmm. with memes and videos and yeah and you know the news the yeah. media you know they start did doing you see it. that video on on social media floating around about it was like a camera uh what do they call them a cc you know one that's up in that did like, like security guards would oh, watch yeah, you yeah. know like it's up in the ceiling and and looking down and you're looking down on this door and you see a congressman and it says and then here's the other thing So this video, because of the way it was presented to me, it was, you know, it said something about, you know, all things at the Capitol weren't what you thought. Right. And I'm watching this guy with a suit walk out who looks like a senator to me and it looks like a Capitol type of building, right? You know, one of these ones that would be in the, it's not the main entrance, but off right. to the side. And I sure. think this is probably where senators leave. And then he walks out. So your out. mind's joining that. My with mind. And I've already, they've already, they've already triggered my bias to make me think that it's there, you know, just, just like your friend that was with the, the, uh, the Apache uh, helicopter thing, you know, story yeah. like, and, and so they've already manipulated my mind there to make me think that's where it is. And that's the only way that the mind works, right? Is that, well, I'll go there in just a second. And that is, but, but when it, someone said in the, in the comments that this wasn't the U S capital, it was a state capital two or three weeks ago or a month ago or something. And I was like, man, oh. this is just a great example of how, you know, bias comes into this because I thought this, I was like, okay, is this someone letting these guys in? Because I've heard even from some of my, you know, close Trump friends that one of them was even there on Wednesday. He didn't see the Capitol. His thing was in the pro, but he said that the Capitol police just let all these people right in. Well, we've been hearing all that from day one. Right. And then I see this video. Like, it turns uh, out it was completely different context. Yeah. Right. Um, which is an interesting thing that I read about the, uh, the blind spot, right? We always hear about you. Everyone has a blind spot yeah. and, and, and I won't get all the details, right. Cause I'm not an ophthalmologist, but, 
there's this part where your brain and your eye come together, right? That what you see out there is what your brain has to interpret what's going on. But yet there's one part that, that it doesn't actually make the, the connection and it's, and it's, it's called the blind spot, right? Yeah. You, and so your brain has to interpret and make some assumptions about what it's seeing through the eye because it doesn't have all the information. And again, yes. not getting all this right, but, yeah. but that's what's happening here, right? Is yeah. that, is that we, you know, we have part of the story and the brains and, and our, our brains automatically like to try to make sense out of what's happening in front of us. Yeah. And so we believe things that aren't necessarily true. Now the brain does a good job of that, but so many things come into play of, around biases, right? Context and, and, things that you may have been watching 15 minutes prior to that or something that's that's availability bias, recency bias, yeah. you know, all these things that come into play of you trying to interpret what it is that you're seeing right in front of you right at this moment, yeah. which, you know, again, this is the part about, you know, theologizing scripture that I don't like when I look at, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I think, you know, these are the synoptic gospels and they all are, they, it had to be true because they all kind of lay out the exact same story, but they're just slightly different. And the reason they're slightly different is because plagiarism <laughs> is because John didn't copyright his original. And so Luke thought I'll make a little bit money off this, but they say, well, that's because of their personalities, right. And the way they came at, but I mean, again, you know, it's like, there's, we don't like cognitive dissonance. And so we try to make up, we, we, we have to form these theories to fill in the blind spot because yeah. we want it to be a cohesive thought, but it's, but there's part of me that thinks, is there some of, you know, Christians get around this because they think God's the one that wrote scripture, but it's, it's man that was put it, you know, right. and how much you believe that really depends on how much you're going to interpret scripture because these were just human individuals trying to interpret what right. they saw, right? And you can see where they're... So we could go either way. They had Again, biases. <laughs> they had biases. Right. Exactly. Luke's a physician. He's going to think about things differently, right? I mean, that's why, you know, I don't like that we try to fill in the gaps all the time because sometimes it gets a little nutty and it doesn't make sense, but we just don't like these, uh, you know, we like a, a nice tight cognitive system that allows us to think about the world in a nice cohesive way. But I think getting back to uh, one of the comments and I'll, and I'll pause here and let you speak to any of that. But I think too, one of the reasons that we don't do ourselves a favor is we don't, we're lazy. We, we see things and we just don't want to take the time to verify whether or not they're true. And we've not taught ourselves to be decent, critical thinkers. I mean, I just here this week, uh, I, I saw um, someone have a meme, which, by the way, random thought. You know that book that we like, Sapiens? Yeah. Uh, he's got a little section in there called Meme Mimetics. It's like M-E-M-E-E-T-I-C-S. And I guess Dawkins came up with this term, but basically it's like the stories of culture. Yeah. So you know we're passed down kind of through yeah. stories or whatever. And I was like, I thought meme was like GIF or gif or whatever they right, are like right. i just thought it was something from social media but i guess it has this i'm like man these things are well thought out i thought these yeah. were just like funny uh -huh. little things post pe people posted on facebook but i guess it has this like you know this con, con this connotation that this is how we pass down the stories of our culture right. and i'm like when you think about memes they all kind of are about weird things that are happening in culture yeah. anyway total random thing but yeah. but this meme had on there uh well two of them i've seen one was people that 
believe that the election was rigged. They cannot believe that how uh, there was three columns on the meme, and one was Obama, one was uh, Trump, and one was Biden. And they couldn't believe how Biden won more votes, but he didn't have as many. He didn't win as many counties. And I'll get the numbers right, but it said something like Obama won two thousand counties, Trump won forty five hundred counties, Biden won fifteen hundred. How in the hell can Biden win when he's got the least amount of counties? And the point is, is if you're not a critical thinker, you just read it and you're like, Wait, well, yeah, how, how the, the hell is that true? But you're thinking, <laughs> okay, if I win Johnson County and 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 I don't win Cass County, and that's the only I mean, and I don't win Platt County, I may only have to win Johnson and Jackson County around here to win the amount of votes. Right. But yet you can go collect Cass County, Platt County, all right, these others right. and rack them up. You could, but I'm like, it doesn't take a lot of critical thinking to kind of see past some of these. There was another one on there that said something about um, gas or something, you know, and they were trying to say how Trump's got the gas thing down, you know, and it's this or that. And I'm like, but there's so much. The, I mean, there's there's the cost of how much it hauls to get here. There's taxes. There's it's not just about how much oil we have. There's other things that are tacked on here to make gas prices go up. Right. Right. And I was like, and, and I don't remember the meme exactly, but I also wanted to say, like, so are you giving Trump credit for the fact that your salary is increased even when Obama was in, you know, because the point of the meme was a little bit like, look how great of a position we are, but it wasn't considering all the other factors that we should be considering as critical thinkers right. to maybe understand why the meme was communicating what it was. Right. And that seems to be a problem when it comes to conspiracy theories. And I think this is why you and I have, you know, enjoyed uh, building a friendship is that we're balanced a little bit on both sides. We we yeah. we enjoy it, but yet we're still really seeking that truth. And we have enough life experience that other things maybe didn't add up the way that we thought they would. We right. before we thought we got kicked off there, right? We were saying that maybe this stuff starts as a conspiracy when you're a child. That right. the world when you you believe that Santa Claus is real, yep. and you become you know disenchanted that Santa Claus isn't yeah. real, and yeah. the world isn't the way that you thought it was. It was really mom and dad that were pulling this off on you. Yep. Is that the first time that we learn that, you know, their things aren't as they their are things aren't seen. as they are. Yeah. And and, you know, we need to teach our kids that you need to be critical thinkers or you're going to get duped into some of the things. Yeah. That was a lot said and a lot of topics there, yeah. but maybe something you can go. Well, with. The Stephen Covey uh, in his one of his books tells a story about he was on the subway and there was a gentleman that came in with his two kids. You know, he's making the assumption it was his two kids and, um, and, uh, um, and when he let, let in the, um, the two kids, um, he thought, Oh wow, this is, this is my, um, so, you know, Stephen Covey, um, sees this father and the two kids and the kids are going crazy. They're crawling all over the place, just being rambunctious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Stephen Covey was thinking, man, what a you know, bad father. Like, what's this guy doing? Yada, yada, yada. And, um, somehow Stephen said, Stephen Covey said something to the guy, something or, or someone on the subway said something to the guy and the guy just apologized and started crying and say, we just left the hospital. Their mom died. And, Oh. And all of a sudden, it's like the whole context of what he thought he was yeah. witnessing was an absent father that didn't care that his kids were running wild. No, it was a grieving husband that just lost his wife and has two small kids that, I mean, it's like all of a sudden, the, right. I forget what that the word is, but it's like 
it all changed what he thought he saw and what was actually true right became different and i've seen that test you were talking about this a minute ago i i saw a video or heard a study or whatever of where people would watch people talking didn't hear the words but would uh make assumptions of mm -hmm. what they were seeing and what was going on between two people and how that certain gestures could look like anger right uh, and then come to find out it wasn't anger it was excitement uh, you know what i mean like uh -huh. you were they were misreading what they were seeing and so like you said i think with all the political stuff going on is that you can look at everything that's going on and you can admit it's fucking crazy but is biden really hitler really like or is trump really fucking hitler like is the world over should we go empty our bank accounts pull all of our money out fucking build a bunker store up a bunch of food because it's the end because trump lost like i think that gets off into conspiracy theory i think you're getting off into it's like yes is it fucking crazy is it whatever is it yes is there some shenanigans going on yes is there fucking undercover yes like all that is true but is oprah drinking the blood of children you know what i mean like <laughs> right, it's right. like is you know what i mean right. it, like it gets over into this conspiracy theory and people get kooky with it oh there's huge implications to this i mean you made the point earlier that going to the moon's one thing but but you know these things translate into people that's you know carrying guns and and and, you know, the, the guy with the, the Hillary thing, right, where the, the pizza thought they were doing the child. Oh, the Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Yeah. And the guy shows up. And and you can't blame the guy. The guy the guy believes that he thinks he's doing his moral duty. Yeah. You know, and like any of us yeah, would. Yeah, does he that, shoot a guy or something? I can't remember. There was something. Yeah, I think something so. Bad. Something bad about that. But the point is he he's, he's hearing something, buys into something, believes something. thinks that So he, much so. So that then he goes up there under his own, thinks he's pulling off his own moral, uh, you know, judgment and, and doing the right thing and, and been duped the whole time. And it was wrong. I mean, you can see how these things create so much noise and yeah. the consequences are not inconsequential in the end. Sure. Well, I mean, right now, again, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. Fuck both those people. But you hear the Republicans saying, well, of course they marched on Capitol Hill. We're being... You know, right. it's a I revolution. Mean, it's a revolution. I mean, we're guys, the Democrats have the house. They have the presidential office. It's fucking over. Get, just give up your rights. Give up your guns. They're coming to take us. I mean, you start putting that into it. And I'll be honest, Lance, it makes me want to grab my gun and fucking hike my <laughs> ass over to the Capitol too. Right. I mean, yeah. in other words, foreign and domestic enemies abroad, enemies within. I mean, you know what I mean? Like I can understand it's weird. It's like, I can understand when I'm talking to a Christian who believes with all of his heart that the only way to heaven is Jesus. You know, like when I'm talking to them, I know what they feel, what they think. I used to be that person. Right. But now I have another understanding, you know, so I can still go back and remember, I know here's what he's feeling and thinking right now. He feels like I'm the devil. Yeah. I'm, you know, like I get it, but how do you help someone like, I don't think I could have, I'm going all over the place. I don't think someone could have talked to me back when I was deep in oh, Christianity no. and could have convinced me of any other thing. Most of these conversations, I think, 
you either stay out of them or be willing to friend the person and be in it for the long haul. Cause you're right. I, I've thought about this too, as I was thinking about this, this talk, you know, you, no one's going to come. I mean, we said this when we, we had a podcast right on how we've kind of grown and evolved our faith journeys. Right. Yeah. And it's not just one time you didn't hear a talk and it was like, I've been duped. It's, it's things over time. It's not even necessarily linear. And you know, yeah. this happened, that happened, boom, boom, boom. Right. There's just lots of things that lead to us believing certain things. Right. And, and it takes time and, and life happens between those moments when you, you know, and so you learn a little bit more and then, you know, maybe something bad happens. And so you, you know, my mom dies and, you know, whatever the case may be. And then you hear something else. And because of her death, it makes me think a little differently about this new, you know, discovery that I've, I mean, it's just difficult to go back and piece it all together when you're trying to reconstruct how you got to a certain place. And it's, you've got to be willing to spend time with someone that, that believes in these things. And I think don't, Try to find some maybe common area or don't, you know, maybe don't necessarily go right for the jugular. Try to find something that's maybe where they're a little bit like, yeah, I don't know if there's I there's no common ground for the extremist. Right. Like, the people that were marching on the Capitol Hill, you couldn't convince them. No. Of, hey, you know, it'll be just like when Obama came in office. The world didn't come to an end. Exactly. It's not going to come to an end with Biden. Exactly. He's, you know, I know you think he's. But I can see, though, this is where, you know, again, I'm certainly not a Trump apologetic, but I'm like, or even this, these, these fringe group apologetics. But I think Michelle and I were talking about this. I think in the BLM movement and these insurrectionists, whatever you want to call them, the people that tried to take the capital. White supremacists. (laughs) Whatever they are. That's what the Democrats call them. (laughs) Exactly. is Is that in both cases, You've got a fringe group out there that has not been given the attention and we've not allowed their voices to be heard. That's an interesting point. And they've they've died on the vine and we've watched it happen and they're like, fuck you. Yeah. It you know, if you're, you know, again, it's two middle-aged white men, it's we'll never understand. We can only try our best to be empathetic to hearing a a, a black man grow up and and right. you know. And it even the things they say to us, we we won't even grab the gravity of it because it's just never been it our resonate experience. With resonated yeah. with us, yeah. right? It's like you and I trying to understand what it's like to be a woman. Yeah, yeah. No we way. we eat, we go to the bathroom, we breathe, but we think about life completely different. And I don't even know how to imagine the way that she thinks about it, and she doesn't know how to imagine the way that I think about it, right? Yeah. And so I think that that it's you know it's just difficult to understand how we get to these places, but in the end you know, they, they had, they had their man there. They felt like they were paying attention to. Right. And, and, yeah. and when it got taken away, you can see where if you're going to kill us in the ballots, well, we're going to take to the streets and violence. Yeah. And we're not, and I, you know, because how many, I want to be heard. I want to be heard. And, and I want to be a part of something that I've been, that I've not been able to be a part of ever in the past. It's been you elite, uh, you know, people that had been entitled and, and I'm, you know, and you, you, you're the ones who've been making the rules and taking my money out of my paycheck. And yeah, it's a free country, but the government has a lot of control over my life. Now I've got somebody up there that it's a vo- my voice and, and it, and you're going to take it away. I, I can't be, I, I at least certainly can be empathetic to understanding why they go to the place. Now, again, I'm not wired to them where I'm going to take the extreme forms, but you at least have to understand how it gets to this nutty place. Yeah. And it's not just people trying to be thugs and rogues no. and just, 
they there's emotion yeah. involved in this for yeah. them. Well, they now it's like you feel betrayed. I mean, yes. here's the thing. I here's the thing that I know we all agree. We're not getting the whole truth, right? So I think what at least angers me. It's like, can we just fucking tell the truth? Can you just say, yeah, my fucking son Hunter got fucking tied up in some fucking bullshit, and you know, rather than cover up, cover up, cover up, lie, lie, right. lie. Then it's like, well, what else are you fucking lying about? Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah. what else are you fucking lying about? Right. Like, this is ridiculous. I can't, if I, if you're lying there, you're lying here. You're fucking lying about everything. Right. And so it's like the emails with Hillary or the, the, you know, even going back to Bill Clinton, getting his dick sucked and fucking that intern, Monica Lewinsky. You know, I had no relations with that woman. Blah, 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 blah. He fucking did. Right. Why not just fucking right. admit it? Right? right. We all knew it was probably true, but right. You know, so right now it's like you hear it's a, the whole election was a fraud. Something is is like, well, I mean, oh, real, like, right. because why? Well, who's going to admit to it? Right. And why not have a balanced approach about it? Meaning that, that it, it seems like they're like, let's go seize the capital and take our, right. our election. But on the other hand, it's like, maybe let's just, let's, Let's let's have ele election integrity evolve over the years so that in 10 years, it's a much tighter process than it was today. I mean, again, yeah. I'm speaking way over my head here because sure. I don't understand all the election. But from what I've you know, heard, of course, everyone's going to say, you know, well, that's the media wants you to tell you that. But I mean, from the people that are out there, when you hear about the, the rigor that's put behind their guy, their processes and controls around somehow this stuff works, it's there's usually it, it's there's an ex you know what I mean it's like it, maybe it's not as easy to to steal the election as I thought I mean yeah. I heard the guy that that well, when it's the very companies that made the voting machines Lance exact did you hear that call that, did you hear that phone call that Trump did you hear the call no. that you didn't they no. the 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 uh, he called the Georgia guy up the secretary that runs the election down there because yeah. he's the one or whatever I I think that's right and yeah. and they, and his attorney I think recorded the whole call. You got to go out after we get done and listen okay. to it. But Trump basically says, whatever the guy's name is, yeah. Joe, he goes, he's just trying to grab onto anything. He's, he goes, is the election not rigged? No, it's not, Mr. President. Okay, but they're down there taking out the parts. They're out there swatching out those Dominican voting machines, right? And he goes, no. Okay, they're not switching out the machines, but they're taking out the internal parts to them and switching them out with other parts, right? And he goes, no, Mr. President, the data that you're getting is leading you to false conclusions. But they've got Trump saying that. So I mean, it's almost like Trump's believing. But he's trying, like, you can, like, he gets cut off at one angle and he tries to take another angle. And it's like a kid, you know, a 10 year old not wanting to, you know, clean it. He's going to come up with every excuse why he's going to have, doesn't want to clean his room. You know, well, you said you had to do your homework. Well, yeah, well, now I have to get a glass of water. Well, yeah. now, now I can't I gotta go potty. Now I got to go Right. It was like every angle that you tried to logic, he <laughs> he came at it. You got to go out and listen to it because it yeah. was just interesting to see how he thinks about these things, you know. And and then he moves to the point in the call to say, yeah, but you don't want people thinking on your watch that this was a fraudulent election, do you? I mean, you know, like you can just see how he's trying to manipulate them into coming to a different place yeah and i don't even know how i got onto that um well but it's just believing something right believing so you know going back to something you said earlier about 
Trump, you know, about how, you know, if he, if there is something wrong or, you know, if he had a brain tumor, or right. I said, I think if, yeah. you, you know, if he had a brain tumor, it just like, it all makes, makes so sense. much sense. Like, ah, that's why he's, you know, um, but it's, he apparently is, he believes that it, that it was stolen from him. Right. He believes that it was rigged, but here's what I've learned in my spiritual journey. Just because you believe something to be true does not mean that it is true. Wise words. And so when I think about all the conspiracy things, just because you believe that the machines were rigged doesn't mean that they were rigged. Exactly. And so if you say those same words about everything in life, just because you were told that vaccines are harmful doesn't actually mean that they are harmful. Right. But also the opposite is true. Just because they say it's safe. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it is safe. Yeah. Right. So it's, it requires critical thinking on both right. sides. It's like, it's, it's like anything and everything. And I think the vaccine, you know, people are like, Oh yeah. Anti-vaxxer. It's like, no, I don't, I'm not getting the fucking vaccine. I'm not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Oh, hell no. Fuck no. No really? way. Oh, I'm, I'll definitely do it. Okay. See, that's awesome. See, that's beautiful. And you're convinced it'll be good. It'd be great well, I don't for know, me. But- I already got COVID, so I don't fucking yeah, care. Well, I got that's, the antibodies, yeah. you know, so it's like I don't need to. Yeah. But I'm also one of those guys that I never get the flu shot, and I never get the flu. My friend gets the flu shot every year, right. and then he gets it's the flu every right. year, right? So, again, just critical thinking. Right. Um, But I've met people like, I get the flu shot every year, and I don't get the flu. So, right. I, whatever. I and people that don't get the shot, and they still get the flu. And and in some ways you 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 know this is just a, a a easy example but there may be ways that you feel like again not you but right. think about this applying that same kind of thinking to other things where you're maybe a little bit in doubt like maybe you should be getting the flu shot but you really just don't want to you don't want to set the appointment up and go do it and everything right. so then you you look for for people that get the flu shot and they get the flu and right. you're kind of like Exactly. That's <laughs> why I don't get the flu. When in reality, it's not based on science. It's more right. based on the fact that you're just being lazy or, you know, you want to, you want to tell yourself so you can sleep at night that you're doing the right thing. Well, you're telling the stories that further confirm, yes. confirm what you already believe. Yes. It's like, I, I, the, oh my God, this is a, a weird one and you'll laugh. Maybe you've not heard it, but there's a conspiracy theory out there, two of them, that when I say it, it sounds crazy, but when you watch the videos, it doesn't seem as crazy. Uh, Michelle Obama is a man, mm. was born a man, and um, I've not heard that. Okay, uh, it's a it's a real Google it. It's a real deal. Okay, uh, Michelle Obama is a man. Um, Biden, the one that we see, is a clone of the real Biden. <laughs> what? Yep. And these, Lance, I know people who believe this. Like I personally know people that believe it. Wow. Yeah. And so to me as a critical thinker and as a, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's, I could watch enough videos with video evidence and different things. And, oh, you know, Michelle's brother. And I, I don't even, right. she has, he has, she has a brother. I'm just saying like, you know, people that were close to her growing up. Yeah. She was a man when she was, you know, or she was a man, you know, she was a man. And, it, and it's like, Anybody could say that. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's like, no, show me a picture 
of Michelle when she was born with a big fucking dick, <laughs> then I'll believe it. But it's like with Photoshop and everything. It's like we can't even believe what we see. You can't right. believe videos. Right. You, they could be, you know, like trickery, the, like right. the video that, yeah. that I talked about. It's yeah. like you can really produce anything to say anything. But what I think we have to talk about is because you hear that. And when it's frivolous stuff, it doesn't matter. But here's where it becomes a problem. It's one thing we didn't actually land on the moon, uh, whatever. But when you're talking about what's happening now, that the government is cheating you, it's got, it's It's taking your life, going to take your guns, going to take your, now it's like, we're not just talk, fucking talking about the moon. We're not talking about something that I doesn't change yeah. my life yeah. at all. If right. we didn't actually land on the moon, it will not affect me at all. Right. It doesn't matter. Right. If, but if Biden is fucking Hitler, and he's going to take over and take our guns, uh, that does affect me. And so now I care. Yeah. So that's where I think the danger is. It's We're talking about stuff that if you believe it, it's going to make you march on the Capitol. I mean, if you believe that Trump is God's man, he is the savior for democracy in America, mm -hmm. he's from outside the system. He's not a politician. Right. I mean, all the things that are quote unquote, the selling points for Trump and things that I even kind of liked about him. Yeah, sure. you know, no nonsense, straightforward. Yep. He's going to tell you what he thinks, yep. you know, all that stuff. But also, you know, he's a fucking liar and he's a bully and he's a narcissist. And the fact that those that support him can't acknowledge that and can't admit to that. I don't know. It, it boggles my mind that Trump. Okay. And, and again, I would lean more towards him than I would have Biden. So mm -hmm. I'm not pro Trump, anti Trump. I'm the just clone, saying the clone Biden or the real Biden. Yeah. the real Biden. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like out of all the people in the world, the Christians, the religious people are behind. And I try. It was like, it, I, it was such a, it was like, it's like the wolf's in yeah. sheep's clothing. It was yeah. like, he's the most immoral yeah. person. Right. And wait, what? I know. <laughs> I, I, it, I'm baffled by that. Yeah. It, like it literally baffled my mind that this is the Christian's hero. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not judging him for his imperfections. I've no, I got more. So I mean, I don't, it's not that at all. I'm right. not the moral police here. I'm just saying <laughs> when I think of, who the Christians might want to support. I picture a, right. a Gandhi or a Billy Graham yes. or a Joel Osteen, you know, yeah. like someone that's good. Right. <laughs> right. That lives good. Right. Um, wow. Do you know why that? I mean, I, I don't know, but I, Unless I, it's the one issue abortion. Well, yeah, I can. So that, and He's I can Republican say, yeah. abortion. That's it. Yeah. And they want the, you know, they, they wanted the Supreme court nominees and all those types of things, you know, yeah. but it, your point's a good one. And it, it comes back. I think I said this earlier when we first started, right. And that is why not, why not be okay with just accept like saying the truth. Like if you're a Trump supporter and part of his base, then, then speak out against those people that, that the, the insurrectionists at the Capitol, if you're a Democrat and you believe in, in the BLM movement, Say, man, I believe in it, but what they did was absolutely wrong, and I will not stand. For, you know, like, yeah. why not be okay with that? But it seems like we try to minimize when when someone comes out of because that's been associated with the left and the Capitol insurrection has been associated with the right now. 
it's like we feel like we have to, you know, you know, justify those in a little ways and say, you know, yeah, you know, no, I agree with you. That's wrong. But what about when you guys burn down the city? You know, it's like right. for some reason we can't just accept the fact that it's wrong. And it's like, and, and, and yeah. like you were just saying and just say, like, why not just admit some of these things rather than trying to it feels to me like there's something psychologically that if we feel like we give into this, then we're we're saying everything else they're saying about us is true. It's yeah, it really has been so polarizing because it's like if Trump would all of a sudden talk about global warming and Green New Deal, I think that the Democrats would fucking slay him over it. Like, mm -hmm. but if they come up with it, it's like, oh, we, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's and the same with same with the other. Yeah. I think if if, you know, Biden was talking about guns, like all of right. a sudden we would then be like, no, fuck him. He's trying to, you know, right, it's right. Like, Guys, right? It's we're so affiliated. Republicans with, can have good ideas. Exactly. And the Democrats can see it, just like Democrats can have good ideas, and the Republicans should be able to see it. If a good idea, if it's a good idea, it's a fucking good idea. I don't care who the exactly. fuck came up with it. Which is why this conversation would be completely different if there was no parties involved. If all yeah. you heard was just they got up there and it was a, it was Bill and it was Sally and it was Jay and it was right. you know. Nancy. Right. And all they said was, these are the things that I believe. This is where I believe on, you know, yeah. but again, it's like <laughs> people don't even know what those things are. And then they go to the polls and they just vote RRD. Right. I mean, half the stuff that you see, you don't even know who the individuals are on your ballot. And sure. so you just vote your party and you have no idea what they even believe, but you think that they're going to hold to the values of the party that you're so ascribed to. Well, I mean, you can go back to, again, Republicans are guilty of this and so are the Democrats, but you know, I, I'm thinking of Nancy Pelosi, which I don't like her. I just no, I'm not don't. a big fan yeah, of her either. I, I just, I think, I don't know. I think she's evil. But anyway, you know, she's wear the mask, wear the mask. She's always wearing the mask on TV, and you know, and then she's in the the. I know you're the, an anti-masker. Yeah, I know. And then the, she's in the salon without her mask on, and right. you know, it's like, it, it, you know, like I'm telling everybody else to do this. I'm not going to do it, but I want everybody else to do it. It it it's like, and what she do? She fucking made excuse that this and that and that, that, that you know, she, all this shit. It's like, just fucking admit that you fucking win it. Right. You're hypocritical. Right. Just fucking admit it. Right. That you said one thing, you did a fucking other. Right. Why did now all the Democrats have to jump on and try to make that right? Just like everybody on the right now trying to justify overtaking the Capitol. It's like, right. Just because you're a Republican, you don't have to fucking agree and, with and, everything. And that's my point is you're telling the story. I think I voted for Biden. You know, again, I've yeah. been a life lifetime Republican, but right. I voted Democrat in the last few elections. And 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 that's another story, but I'll say in a second. But but I when you're telling the story, I think Pelosi's aligned to the left. I need to I need to defend her. Right. You know what Timmy's and I'm like, what is that about it? Why is that? Why do you feel like you have to defend those people that took the Capitol just because they are associated party. with your party? Right. You know, I mean, my friend that I, I have a lot of conversation with and love hearing his perspective on, I texted him right before and and just said, hey, and he went up there yeah. and he wasn't, but I said, you know, he wasn't part of the going in or anything. He was part of the peaceful side of it. And, and he said, and, 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 and I hadn't talked to him in a while, a month or so, we, because, you know, we got heated for a while and it backed off. And, and the first thing that he said to me was, one of the first things was like the, all those people that were in there were not part of the Trump. They were part of Antifa and all the, and I'm like, yeah, I've heard that. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, how do you know that? I mean, like, again, they, they're going to have an airtight system. And as soon as I say what I'm defending, and that is when they these people got charged and they looked at the, the gal that got shot, right? Ugh. You know, it's terrible. Yeah. 
And I think when they looked at her, they said, how did she get to this place where she's going through a window and getting shot by Capitol Police? She said that she was an ardent Trump supporter. But yet you're telling me in your mind, again, it's like for some reason we cannot psychologically put our pillow on the, you know, head on the pillow at night and sleep well unless we we build this fortress around our mind that those people that stormed the Capitol aren't us. And that's not me. And that's not the party that I'm, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I have to fit and the same thing when, when, you know, as a Christian, if you would say to me, you know, there's tons of things that I did that were hypocritical and you'd been like, oh my gosh, me too. But yet right. you're ready to slay Nancy Pelosi when it comes to hip- yeah. hypocrisy. Right. But yet right. it's, it's just, it's a weird world we live in, in the way that our mind thinks about these things. And, and it almost sometimes leaves me to the place where I'm like, what's my responsibility here? Yeah. You know, I, I think an interesting place to go with this would be what is our responsibility and one of the things that bothers me the most is when people share these meme we saw that uh the netflix thing um the social dilemma right yeah and you see how these memes and all this likes and all this come in right and and you're persuaded you know w- people just share things because they think that they're like yeah that's right how can vote and lose biden or when was he didn't win all the counties or how can the gas prices be so low under trump and they were so in the point is we just share this stuff because yeah. it's easy right all along, you might be sharing something that is confusing people, causing lots of noise out there, but it confirms what you believe and you don't really care if it's right and we don't want to put the time in on it. And I think that we are culpable for that in ways that we don't even know that we're culpable. Right. You know, that that's the scary part to me is it's my son, you know, he just sees the video and he's like, oh, here's a good video on that moon thing. Me and my buddies are all talking about it. He just shares it. He has no idea that he may have planted a seed in someone and they went on with it to, and this guy's right. on trial because he's murdered everybody 20 years from now on the Capitol. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. but, but we just share these things and we do have a responsibility to thinking through them critically. Like when people post stuff on that are my buddies and I know that they're very critical of Trump and them, I read their posts pretty critically because there's a part of me that wants to just make sure, man, I'm not going to let you off the hook and go, just, you know, easy here. I'm, if you're going to hold others people to a tight standard, then I'm going to analyze your tweets, your Facebook posts real tight as well. Yeah. And, and most people don't do that. They just share things casually. And, and then, like you said, it just, you see tons of this stuff and you don't even necessarily care about the argument. I don't even care about the moon, Yeah. whether we're there, but I start believing maybe it is true. And I don't even, maybe it isn't legit. And it's good because I've seen 50 things in my Facebook post you know, feed that, that tell me that it's not true yeah. when in reality, I don't even really care if it's true or not, but kind of just from a, what are they organically just uh, flowing through my feed. I'm picking up biases and, and, and taking positions that I don't even necessarily know that, that I am. Yeah. And I think I, I, you know, it's a fascinating thing because I, one of my mantras in life is, you know, the truth will set you free. Right. And, and what I, what I, how I, you know, I used to say that and mean a different thing. Now I, you know, the revealed truth of the Bible, but now how I believe that is no actual factual truth. You know, the knowing the actual factual truth will set you free, mm-hmm. right? Not, not the whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that there's, I think there's also besides wanting to be the spiritual elite of knowing an inside secret thing, right? That, and being a part of the inner circle that knows about the secret stuff, uh, area 51 and what's there, you know, then there's on the other side, I think there's a protection as no one wants to be, uh, revealed to have been a fool, you know, to, to have been, yeah, to have, don't make me look dumb. Right. To have like, 
like when I, I saw an interview with a cult member and this person was defending the cult leader. And as an outsider looking in, you're like, can you not see how you're being scammed? You know, like uh -huh. clearly right as an outsider, but she was just so duped and, and had bought into it and mm -hmm. he was a good man and he was doing good things and he provided food and shelter and clothing. It was like, she only could see it from, a from no. Yeah. I mean, it's a little different, but he's taking care of me. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, it's like, it's almost like yeah. you just, you just buy into it. Yeah. And it was weird for this normal person to be talking to this person that had just completely bought into a lie and a scam. You mean she was at the place where she realized it now and she's looking back or she was in the no, cult. She was in it. She was in it. That interview. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, it was just wild yeah. that she had become that she had bought into it. Yeah. This was flashing back because now she's out of it. Okay. But, but you know, so it was looking back yeah. at her own interview going, wow, you know, like I really believed that I was, yeah, this was a good thing. And it was, it was, you know, great. So very fascinating how your mind will make something be true, even if it isn't. All right. So we, we've been talking a lot about biases or biases and, and how that, that with sleight of hand like a magician, yeah. you know, you can think you're seeing one thing when you're seeing something else, or there's a distraction or, and unfortunately I feel a lot of what we see with media it's almost like it's a it's a magic show. It's, yeah. it's like they're, they're saying everything over here to disguise it from the fact that that seemed like a crazy move by Trump <laughs> or, you know, to disguise this over here and to say that, you know, Biden isn't on the edge of, uh, um, uh, what's the socialism? No, 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 no. no, no. Well that, but you know, Oh, uh, but he's losing his fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, him slurring his words. I mean, you can watch a whole video of every time right. that he slurred his words or whatever. Right. And so you can watch that and feed into that. And he's crazy or he's a clone or he's dementia. Yeah. Dementia. There you go. Yeah. Dementia, which, you know, maybe, yeah. right. You know, maybe, maybe whatever, but, but I think what I want to spend this, this ending of this podcast, you know, we've clearly created, we've said, here's the problem. Yeah. People are believing stuff on the fringes. They really believe it so much so that they fucking showed up at Wash yeah. in Washington, yep. DC yep. to protect our democracy, yep. to protect our country. Right. I mean, yep. they, like you said, I have sympathy for it because they believe they're doing what is right. Yep. My daughter was an early supporter of BLM, the black, Lives, black lives matter movement. And she even got what I would consider to the fringe. She got to the fringe and, and was getting pretty heavy into it. And I remember thinking, Shaylee, or, you know, my, I was like, you're, you're, you're not looking at this with a rational mind. You you've bought into this. You're, you're wanting to rip down the statues of these people that <laughs> right. you heard were racist 400 years ago. And so we got to take down their statue because, you know, it's like, okay, <laughs> like we're going too far, you know? And so I didn't tell her that, but I just would send her alternative videos, you know? Just send her alternative videos, not to bring her back all the way to where, no, there's no racism in this country. No, come on. There's fucking racism. Right. Right. There, there's right. a problem. Right. And so. And it's but, clear that these people 
that we propped up and that we're, we're racist. Yes. I'm not saying that. It, well, I'm not I, saying they weren't right. right. Exactly. But so was JC Nichols, right? To, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do we, so we, what's that mean? Do we right. burn down the fucking plaza exactly, then? Right? right. It's like, no, right. Because that those days are long gone. Right. Now people that aren't racist own the stores here. So it's, so it's the stuff that where people don't give critical thinking, right? Well, right. the plaza was built by a racist. So burn the fringe left says, burn it to the fucking ground. Right. And that can make so much sense if you buy into it. And then there's the far other side that you know says, I believe that Trump literally is saving our country from socialism. I am marching my ass to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. It's like you see these extremes. And so what I want to spend the the this section of the podcast, and we've talked about the problem, people hopefully clearly can see there's a fucking problem. You, you watch CNN, you get a certain bias. You watch Fox, you get another bias. Oftentimes, they don't even cover the f- fucking same stories. Right. They, they're, they're talking about two totally different things. Everybody now on CNN, impeach, impeach, impeach Trump, impeach Trump, which I'm like, fuck you guys. He's got a week left. Fuck you. Let him leave in peace, you cocksucking motherfucker. Like, I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> It's like, see, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Because, oh, I think it's fucking crazy. But, but, but why do you think that? Because you think because he just got a fucking week and a half left. But, fucking just let him leave. I agree with that. But yeah. there's other implications. This comes back to us not being as critical thinkers as we, and I'm not right. faulting you because oh, I didn't no, know this either. Totally cool. But part of it is, is that he loses his, his salary, which that's not a big deal because he gets which a he lifetime. donates a hundred percent of his salary away anyway. Well, did you, yes, but he doesn't even need the salary anyway. No. He's got plenty of money. <laughs> the other thing, though, that I think is important for them, the Democrats and wanting to do it, is it secures the fact that he can no longer run for office in the future. Oh, so they're not just being assholes on right. the way out. Right, because I agree. They're not even going to be able to have the, the, the trial by the time he's out of office. They've already said that. They know that. Oh, okay. But their point, so the point is, is that it's not going to save them anything right now but they're trying to set it up in the future so that they don't ever have to see him reign Run again. For office again. Yeah. 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 So again, that's a good point though. You can see where you get pretty emotional about something. You're like, this is stupid. Yeah. And on the front end, it looks stupid. Right. But as you dig into something and there's usually other explanations for them. And I've found in my own life, and I don't know about you as well in yours, but a lot of times when I, when something kind of seems a little more complex than it is, I'm like, and there's not a rationalization or justification for it, it's usually because I'm lacking knowledge that is probably important to the subject at hand. Sure. And have I had that knowledge, it makes sense. But given the fact that I don't, you go with what you have at the time. And right. sometimes that leads us down some poor places. I think, I think the key coming out of this podcast is just to understand that all of us need to have a posture of humility. Yeah. Whether it comes from me judging other people in their lifestyles because I'm, you know, come back to that blind spot. I'm, you know, making up my own stories in my head that they're maybe I'm wrong. And maybe you're wrong. Yeah. You know, it's to your story about the guy with the the kids. I think we were on there when yeah. you said that, right. And that, you know, it's like you may be interpreting the situation completely wrong. And when you get all the facts, man, it's just like the big, you know, topsy turvy, you, you a complete shift 360 degrees that you're like, this is, okay, I'm, wow, I'm way off base here in this understand. And again, when you just look at things that are in the media with the BLM burning down the stuff, pulling down the statues, right? And, you know, 
uh, I hear a lot of times, you know, these these people think the senators are just all out for their own good and everything. And, and I, you know, they probably are in some ways, but they're also probably good guys that probably care about the country and the people that they represent in some ways too. And, and what it looks like to you and I is we're getting fucked. But when you dig into it, you're like, okay, now that I understand how you got to that position, I don't know that I would have made a different decision myself. Yeah. I'm just speaking in some, and, well, you know, but yeah. the point is when you dig in behind the scenes and you pop the hood, there's usually a lot more that's going on. That's more clear to you. It's just that you're missing information at the time. A hundred percent. When I, I spent 30 years, um, teaching as an evangelical pastor, uh, 18 years, senior pastor of a church I started. And there are people that I have known who have, you know, unfriended me from Facebook or blocked me because of based upon the information that they had that wasn't all the information. Right. Case in point, and I can say this now because that church is dead and gone. Um, when I was senior pastor of Olathe Life Fellowship, we did a f building campaign. And then I can't remember when it was somewhere around the 2008, we were doing a building campaign. Of course, the housing crash, all the stuff went on. Yeah. Well, the we were struggling as a church. And so it was either don't pay the bills or take the money from the building fund uh -huh. and stay afloat. Right. Right. And so well, let me guess, it makes it sound like you wouldn't rob the building fund. Absolutely. Without anybody's permission. But what they don't know, what the people, the haters wouldn't have known is that I had meetings with the elders and the trustees okay. and was given permission that, you know, to me, I mean, if we have a bill and you literally don't have it in checking, but it's in the building fund, like, <laughs> right. like, Right. pay the fucking bill, right. you know, so you have our permission. Right? right. And what's even weirder is, I mean, we're talking about a sum total of maybe $7,000. Yeah. I mean, it, we're not talking about millions. We're not right. talking about whatever. We're talking about a measly $7,000 that we had raised in an effort to raise a quarter of a million. And we only had 7,000 and ended up foregoing the building fund and paying these bills. Right. And again, like you said, Lack All of that, that right. Lack of information led them to believe. And if you talk to them today, they would say, Oh, Timmy Gibson's a shyster. Yeah. I mean, he didn't hand mismanagement of the money and yada yada yada. Yeah. Um I could, I could also I'm interested in your perspective on this. Uh, I I talked to you about it or brought it up before we were on the air at the beginning of the show. I said, Do you think that your our evolution in Christianity, you know, do do you feel like in some ways it's not a, I don't see it as conspiracy theory, but it's, it's a disenchantment that you believe you were teaching something and, and others saw Timmy Gibson as their pastor. You know, I'm sure knowing you, 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 you're somewhat empathetic that you could probably understand how people could even be disappointed. The fact that it's like, you know, pastors are incredibly important people in our lives. Yeah. And to think that, you know, you were teaching them and they trusted you and you were guiding them. And then you went a completely different direction with your own, no fault of your own in that. Right. But you can see where people could probably be disappointed in that and yes. feel like they, they got duped. Right. Yeah. And, 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 you know, again, it's, it's a little bit different angle. I feel like than a conspiracy theory. Sure. But in some ways, a weird twist on this is I, I feel like in some ways have the way that our world works and the way that our mind works. Do we believe in some of these things theologically that, could be no different than conspiracy theories. And, yeah. you know, we've talked about this in other podcasts that, you know, is religion a way 
early on for, for man to understand how to work better together, yeah. because I didn't know your tribe and you didn't know mine. And so, you know, and, and in a way for us to control, not in a bad way, but just to keep people living. I mean, we see in, we even see in uh, Leviticus and stuff, the, all these laws laid out, right? Why? So that people could get along and be in a society together, right? I mean, right. so, you know, you add in some of these things about, you know, is there some of these, you know, functional things that, that we've been given a, handed down to us through the yeah. years that now we think is straight, you know, from heaven, but all along was maybe more made up or something to, to control us in some way. Yeah. And I don't like to use control in a sure. bad way. Like we were just under their thumb, right, but, right. but we do that as kids, right? I mean, as yeah. parents with our kids, right? We're like, hey, if you yeah. don't, Santa Claus is not going to yeah. bring you new presents. If you're not good. I you, can't see you, but God, God there's a can, God that right, can. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, we make up lies to control our kids. Well, yeah. Are we present? And, and we don't see that as just parenting, good no. parenting, right? right. Think about the elf on the shelf today. <laughs> These kids, right? I mean, yeah. are they, you know, are those, is that a conspiracy between mom and dad? Well, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, those kids think this elf is real. Yeah. And you're, you're duping them. And <laughs> so don't blame them later when they're like, yeah. you know, now that the elf on the shelf has been, uh, you know, de <laughs> defunct and then, and then Santa Claus as well. And the yeah. Easter bunny yeah, tooth and all, fairy, all the tooth fairy <laughs> and all these things aren't real. Like we thought. Yeah. And then, you know, later in life, we're believing that, uh, you know, well, why is it any different that we don't believe that, you know, that we made it on the moon or JFK got shot or, you know, <laughs> Freemasons are out there and there's a secret society or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Well, it's um, almost like we've been conditioned to be conspiracy Great word theorists. for, con you know, exactly. Like we've been conditioned. Exactly. Fairy, Santa Claus, this and that. Like we've been conditioned that way. And then as you get older, you, you do. They become more serious. Yeah. I mean, there's a book, I think, or there's a teaching that I've heard somewhere. It's about the myths that have shaped our world oh, okay. and, and how the believing of myths and how, and how one, one person teaches a philosophy guy talks about how that they were needed early on. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. They were, like you said, he used, I don't know if he said the word control, but in a way to, to, you know, ensure people being honest, it's yeah. like, Hey, I can't see you doing everything, but there's a guy in heaven that can exactly. And, and, and he'll reward you for being honest and punish right. you for not. So right. you want to make sure you do good. Right. So now I don't know if maybe we're so we've so evolved or so developed that, and this might sound weird for me to say, I, I think religion, I think religion plays a role. And I say religion, not meaning it in the same way that I say I left religion dogma i've left but the idea of community and believing a common thing and and believing you know in a god what i don't necessarily think it's super harmful but i've heard atheists that you know are super smart ones that have said we don't need religion anymore well that's true we have like, law we're right. a developed society in other words uh, which is wild because you know now that i'm no longer an evangelical christian and yeah. i'm I, I believe in God, but I don't, I don't believe in a personal God necessarily. And I don't believe that the, there's punishment and reward in right. the here and after and after. I believe it's right now. And what's wild is, so, so I don't believe in that. So I don't really even believe in hell, heaven necessarily. Like I'm real uncertain about that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I just don't believe in that. So, and I don't believe you're punished for your sins. So I say all that to then say, but I live more moral right now than I ever have. And it's not because there's a God over my, I don't give a fuck. And I don't even know if there really is. Right. So like, I, sh I don't care. Right. But what I do care about is living an upstanding life, right. And being good to other people and right. And being moral. And yeah, and, and that be you put your head on the pillow at night and think 
I, I did what yeah, we right. Not today. because heaven or hell. Right. Fuck that. I don't even believe in that. You're living so, by your own code in some yeah, ways. Yeah. It's, it's, or just a, a humanity code. A code, right? Yeah. Like, I don't need said. religion to tell me don't do this. Right. Or God will smite you or bless you or curse you. Yeah. No, not, no, I'm going to do this because it's the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Because my neighbor is a God or I should not, not steal I, from my neighbor, not because. Right. Yeah. So, but I find that interesting because I always thought my moral compass came from, yeah. from that. So how do you think we'll get back on track, everybody? Sorry. <laughs> how do you think we, you, me, everyone listening can protect themselves from being a fringe person? Well, I, I said this earlier. I think, I think the connectivity to others is important. If you isolate yourself within a certain thinking group, you're going to go down that path and you have no one to counter. And if you, if you look at that's what these cults and all these like to do, right. They like they pull to pull you away from everybody, pull you away from everybody. Right. Cause that's, you know, you, all these fun, interesting, you know, documentaries we watch on Netflix and you know, how, how do these people get so duped out of all this money? It's usually because people are smart enough to know that, you know, when you can get them away from family and others that are going to counter or say, this doesn't sell, that this doesn't, weird. you know, pass this, yeah. the, the, the smell test to me, you know, and, and that, that's, that's part of it. Right. And, and I think, um, you know, I think a lot of times you see people that are on the down and this isn't directly answer your question, but on the down and outs that are in, that are, that are kind of the outcasts of society fall for some of these things because they're susceptible to it. Yeah. They're susceptible to it because they find a group that takes them in, you know, and that, that, that's dangerous. Right. And, and then they want to stay inside this, you know, group. I mean, for example, the, the, the guy that the bomber from Nashville, they, they interviewed the neighbor and the guy said on, uh, you know, that was being interviewed. He said, you will not, he goes, I live right next to this guy. And he goes, you will not find anyone in this entire neighborhood who said they were friends with this guy. So the guy who blew up, he, they, he was completely disconnected. Didn't talk to any of his neighbors. No one knew him and lived in a, just a neighbor suburban Normal. neighborhood, I guess. Wow. Yeah. So again, you can just see that there's this, there's this characteristics of being, you know, isolated and not connected but for most of us, we're connected, right? But we're still not willing to open and broaden our minds to other th ways of thinking. If you're a CNN subscriber or you love reading the Washington Post, New York, then go go see what Fox has to say. It doesn't mean you have to believe in it, right. but you ought to you ought to want to know what the competition's doing out there, the other side. Why? And, you know, it's funny you say that, and and you and I are different because I really can you know watch yeah. Fox and CNN and. I, you know, I get pissed at both. Like when I hear both, I get pissed. I get a little more pissed, obviously, because I think I lean a certain way. Right. I watch CNN and I just like, fuck Como, fuck Nancy Pelosi, those fucking criminals. I mean, I just, I literally just go on. I watch it though, because I'm, I'm, I don't want to be duped by the right. Right. You know, so I'll force myself to watch it to help bring some balance. Um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but I, I don't, I don't know. You said we're different. I wonder if that comes back to. People like us, I've always, I always think that there's something with the growth and the fixed mindset, right? The, the book that, uh, I can't remember what the author's name is now that wrote it, but, but, you know, the idea that a, a person who has a growth mindset is okay understanding other theories and things because, oh, that's what I was gonna because say. they, yeah. they, yeah. they don't feel dumb. They're like, I realize I don't know everything and I, and I'm uncovering things every day and I love it, yeah. but others 
feel threatened by it threatened by it and maybe feel a little dumb even if they like i should have known this you know how dumb can i be where you and i are like i didn't know it and i'm glad that i found it out today because i grew a little bit more there's it feels like there's something there with that mindset as well with the growth or fixed mindset and plus here's another thing i think that that this is helpful i think in the answer you know the the answer what we're trying to do i think that when you buy in to a certain thing and it becomes your identity yes you're you're not i'm not timmy gibson i am a republican or right. whatever i'm, I'm not. a patriot yeah i'm you know what i mean like it's it's for me i'm not i'm timmy gibson and i have certain beliefs i'm not my beliefs but i have certain beliefs therefore they can change they can be fluid sure. so my identity is not wrapped up in being a evangelical pastor now it right. was for years and you pull one stone, it all fucking crumbled. Yeah. And for me, it, it, what but I you're realized more of a truth seeker, I'm a truth. And, seeker. and at that moment in your life, you were still seeking truth. Yep. Yeah. So that's I, interesting. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's, yeah, there, I, I, I think that, I don't know if it's a wiring cause I've always been curious, you know, I've been the uh-huh. person who always takes things apart to see how they work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, I don't just hear something and go, we didn't go to the moon. You know, I don't just instantly believe it. I go, ah, let me see the videos. And then you watch the video and you're like, oh, well, that's really convincing, but I still think we went. Right, right. (laughs) That is suspicious, but (laughs) I still, you know. um, But I, so back to your point, I, I saw another, I think it was a TED talk and it was talking about the confirmation bias and how that, one of the things in our brain is to see human faces. Therefore, that's a human face on the moon. It's a, it's a, it's a oh, carving. Right. Uh, you know, in other right. words, it's a, yeah. a mega. It's a, you know, like the the four presidents. You know, that yeah. they carved out. Yeah, it's like the Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore on the moon. Yeah. You know, because we have a confirmation bias to see a face. That's why when you look up at the sky and go, oh my gosh, look, it's uh, Chuck. You know yeah. Jackie Chan, or yeah. oh look, it's a, you Mickey know, Mouse. Or, yeah, exactly. In the cloud, a, yeah. Right. You're you you have that confirmation bias, yeah. so you're seeing something. Yeah. That's why though you can be with someone. And you go, do you see that? Do you see that? Look at it. And they're like, no. You know, <laughs> it's clouds. <laughs> right. But for whatever reason, you see it clear as day. Yeah. So I think it's a lot like that. Is that clear as day? People will see it a certain way, uh-huh. and they think because of that's the way they're feeling it or seeing it or experiencing yeah. it. It's a fucking fact. Right. What Rather was that? than I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm seeing something incorrectly. Maybe what I think I'm seeing, bad father. Yeah. But what I'm really seeing is a man that just lost his wife and a kids that just lost their mother and they don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. So different. Those two are so different. And it's, and and you wonder how how do you even get to the place where your first interpretation is a bad father? Is yeah. it the fact that you pride yourself on being a good father or something? And so when you see him and the kids are acting a little rude, you know, and you're kind of like, in you know, subconsciously yeah. you're like, that's not me. Because it's interesting. Like we have to, you have to, you you have to put a uh, judgment or interpretation on whatever you're seeing. Yeah. Why is the first one? He's yeah. a bad father as opposed to <laughs> right. maybe something weird going on over there, you know, like right. as a, you know, a positive spin on this thing. It's it, we come at it from the negative. And I think that's true, right? They come to the office and say they're doing layoffs. Instantly. What happens? You're full of anxiety and panic. Yeah. You're getting laid off. 
Right. They didn't say you were getting laid off. They said the layoffs are happening. Literally, there's a 50-50, like, we don't know. Matter of fact, it might even be 80% that you're not. 20, you might. But what do you think about the 20? Yep. You fucking freak out. You're you're nervous. You can't eat. You know, you're getting your resume ready. And it never (laughs) fucking happens. Right. You know? Or it does happen. You know what they say? They say the fear of something is worse than the actual event often. Oh, I can. That fearing being laid off is worse than you get laid off. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Because yeah, because of the unknown, I right. Guess. It's the fear of it that's worse than the actual yeah event. And then you know a lot of times you hear those stories. Well, I got laid off, but then I ended up getting a better job. Oh, da, da, totally. Da, da. You know, so totally. But they don't think that. No, and it's like when you hear layoffs, you get freaked out. You don't right. think, well, if I do lose my job, I'll get a right. better job, more pay, and better yeah. benefits. Yeah, you automatically think it's going to be worse. I'm yes. you're not going to be able doom to find a job. Right, doom and gloom. Yeah, which I think might just be human nature. We oh, we gravitate down. Right, water seeks its own level. Yes, it, it, it's you. If anything's going to happen, what I'm going to catch the, you know, whatever. Like, it, we just kind of veer that way. Yeah. Um, I can't so, remember the author's name. I think it's Dan Gilbert. It's Stumbling Upon Happiness. Book was incredibly instrumental. We we should do a podcast on it sometime. But he uh, sets the talk up and immediately says he shows a picture of a guy winning the lottery. He's got the big check or whatever, you know, for hundred million or whatever. And then he also, then he shows the next picture is a quadriplegic trying to get into the subway in like New York city. And he goes, and then he asks the audience, he says, who do you think out of these two pictures is happier? Well, of course the natural one is the lottery winner. And he said, both of them, because as what our minds do is that our minds take us to a place to whatever our situation is in life. And we, our minds are good at cooking the facts so that we come around to a happy place. So right. when someone's getting laid off, they don't know what's going to happen. They're they're trying to build, you know, they're leaning more toward the negative, right? Right. But actually, when they get off and they they're told that they're going to get laid off, it's usually not as bad as you thought it was because your mind goes into this place where, all right, well, I'm going to start. I'm going to put a feeler out. Okay, I remember Bill. He called. He said he'd be willing if I ever needed a job. You know, you, your yeah. mind goes to work, but you sure. don't do any of those things when you're just no. right. And so it's a little bit different from the happiness thing, but that's always stuck with me just to say that once the real situation happens, it's usually my mind is good enough to creating enough psychological safety and immunity that, and it hacks itself to let me know that life's going to be okay. Right. And whatever the situation was, it wasn't as bad. I, I got, uh, I got laid off. Um, well, it's interesting. You say this, this is another tangent, but in both situations, I thought when I got married, and divorced, that was a huge thing in my life that got taken away from me. If you, for rather, you know, yeah. at the time I fought for it. I want, you know, it was like everything. And then, and then later there was another situation where I was working for a company for 10 years, loved this company and got let go, limited my position. Again, I thought I'd be at this company forever, right? Those were two huge things that happened in my life that I never thought I'd recover from. Yeah. And I look back on both of them and I think, man, had I not had those moments happen, I, I never, I never be as happy as I am. Like I've grown so much professionally. I've grown so much personally had those things have never happened. Those, those two items in my life never. And those are two things that I pride myself on and actually enjoy yeah. a lot about my life today. And you would have never, and never would have happened had those no. two things. And at the time that they happening, I thought they were the worst things in the world. I'd hit tragedy. tragic, yeah. but have, I don't know. Idea and how well, we got off just this, the but. lessons that we can learn. I think, I think, I think one, I mean, that, it, that is another separate issue, but I think one is to, 
anytime you're faced with any kind of a situation, think more rationally and don't just go to the worst case scenario. Right. What could be the best case scenario? You know, what could be the, you know, one of the practices, and I'm not saying this is the way you should get over fear and anxiety, but I read a book on how to stop worrying and start living mm. by Dale Carnegie. Okay. And one of the principles that he said to incorporate is whatever you're scared of. Okay. Just what if the worst case scenario, mm. like for me back, back in the yeah. day, I used to be scared to fly. Okay. Well, worst case scenario is plane goes down. I die. What's there to worry about? It's over. Right. Worst case, best case. I survived the plane crash and I'm world famous because I'm the only one that survived. Right. right? So right. it's like, why am I scared to fly? Yeah. I mean, if it goes down, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Worrying about it that, you know, most all planes make it where they're going. Right. Right. Very rarely does it ever. So right. the safer than traveling is, probably in an automobile. Exactly. Like it's so rare that it, I, and so I just did, I went to the worst case scenario, the best case scenario, all the different scenarios. And I just let it go. I just let it go. And I don't even care anymore. Yeah. I find myself comforting other people now on planes right. when it's turbulent <laughs> right. and all wild. Right. You know, I, I try to help them like, Hey, it's okay. If it goes down, we're all dead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if we don't, we're, it's great. Like right. it's all fine. Right. Um, but I think that we'll end with this. We got two minutes here. So I think what you can do, what we can do to make sure we don't wind up on the fringes of believing and buying into lies and deceits and, and conspiracy theories is to do your study, yeah. you know, to, and connect to, with others that have opposing positions. Yeah, don't isolate yourself. Yeah. Don't be, you don't have to, Stay. you don't have to friend a radical. Well, of course, but you know, like I said this, I think in the last time, you know, if your belief is a, a five, then find someone that's a three or a seven. That's a little bit off from where you are. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, they're, you can still build a friendship with that person and they're going to think slightly different enough to keep you balanced. Yeah. And I would say this. So I, I have some people that send me videos, multiple videos every day mm -hmm. and they're from a certain position, right? I finally stopped. I was like, I'm not listening to any of the videos you're sending because they all are way right. far off. Right. And I know I'm human. And so if I continue to feed on that, it will then make me question everything. Mm -hmm. And what I finally got to Lance in our last minute and a half here, what I, I, I think conspiracy theories, here's why I think they're actually dangerous is one. You can believe a lie, believe something that's not true. It can make you act in a certain way. But outside of that, I find it a time stealer. Mm. I, it's just you, noise in your life that you don't literally, need. So rather than spending the time watching all these videos to find out Trump is yeah. <laughs> a Hitler, right. right. Or that Biden's Hitler. Right. Why don't you learn to play guitar? Yeah. Why don't you learn how to make money or invest? And so we're coming to the end with that. We got 10 seconds. Any last yeah. minute? No, I uh, they, stay in community. Prob probably don't isolate yourself. Learn both sides. Don't just fucking buy into one. The, probably side the so biggest heavy. conspiracy theory that you and I are buying into is the people who actually listen to the podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely 100% a fucking conspiracy theory. We're making a difference here, Lance. <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace out.